Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings, greetings, welcome. I welcome you in the precious and the most beautiful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It gives me great joy to see each of you on this Saturday night live broadcast. Ah, what a beautiful time and season to be alive to be pursuing the lord to be in the lord surely we are in the most glorious days amen i'm telling you tonight's word is is going to bless you is going to bless you this is probably the reason why i started teaching the series on tribes this is going to be at the heart of what i want to share with you i hope you enjoyed our sermon last week on defining friendship i got to see a lot of your messages thank you i appreciate it i want to encourage you to please consider sharing this right away because the more we share and comment and like the more people we are able to reach and you never know whose life will change because of your generosity because you have chosen to use your platforms for the word of the lord so i'm excited to bring you the word of the lord and i want to do something different before i bring you the word um i often get asked questions and um and sometimes we dedicate an entire service just to answer some of your questions but today um i i it was brought to my attention that somebody left a comment on our previous video and i want to i want to answer that question and maybe i can take one more so um this is jayesh kamble i don't know if this gentleman is watching us um jayesh left a comment asked a question on our previous video i'll read for us he says i have a question man of god right now i am late in following an instruction from the lord and i have been procrastinating the instruction therefore i i have been procrastinating on obeying the instruction therefore information has stopped coming to me what should i do in this situation <laughs> uh what a loaded question eh what a loaded question how many of you would be interested in hearing the answer to that one let's read it one more time right now i am late in following an instruction from the lord i have been procrastinating therefore information has stopped coming to me <laughs> thank you jesh for uh leaving a comment and asking us such a well defined question i like questions that are uh, a specific in answer uh, in nature so because your answers often are determined by the way you frame your question 
the more specific your question the more direct and more specific your answer the broader your question the broader your answer so this gentleman is asking i am um, late in uh, in following an instruction from the lord i have procrastinated and because of that i have stopped receiving additional information i like to appreciate this person because he has the maturity to understand that an instruction has come and for whatever reasons i have not done or followed that instruction i have not obeyed what the lord has asked of me and then he is also able to discern that fresh information is not coming fresh information fresh understanding fresh direction is not coming so it requires intelligence to even be able to come to this conclusion and come to this assessment it requires a person to sit down and deliberate and think why am i in this situation why am i not getting information why is it that nothing is happening to me and he is able to trace his steps back he is able to track back and see what has happened that has led me to this situation so it's a it's a question that has that has thought through so i appreciate that depending on the instruction you received from the lord um some instructions are time bound um and you have a window to follow the instructions you there is a time period there is a grace there's a window of grace that comes with every instruction and there are some instructions which is a uh, which is which is different in nature because your obedience to that instruction will decide what happens next so depending because the gentleman has not shared with us what the instruction was um i can't go into specifics but let me give you an outline so when an instruction comes the first thing you understand is what is the immediate thing that the lord requires of me because is this something the lord wants me to do right away is this an instruction for today and for tonight for this hour or is it an instruction that is preparing me for what i must do in the coming days what i must do in the coming future what i must do perhaps in a few months so you have to deliberate what is my immediate response to this instruction very important 
And the second thing you must do is, is this a time-bound instruction? Did God introduce a timeline with this? Is this something that I must do within a certain period of time? Because if you do not do certain things within the window of grace, within the window of opportunity, then there is a delay added to that. And this is very dangerous because you can miss, man, I feel the fear of God when I, when I share this. You can miss an entire season because of delay in obedience. Can I say that to you one more time? You can miss an entire season from the Lord because you are not fast to move. You are not fast to respond. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to talk about a sensitive area now. Let's say marriage. And God brought you information either by revelation while you were in prayer or through your man of God, through your pastor, through your prophet, God gave you some information. And because it's such an important area, you have taken so long, four, five, six, seven years. And you say, I'm praying about it, I'm praying about it, I'm praying about it. Okay, how much time are you going to pray? The <laughs> you see, maybe that instruction was for the next few weeks. Maybe you're meant to pray and receive an answer within a month, within two months, maybe within three months. But you're taking seven years. You're taking eight years. You're taking five years. Are you with me so far? Okay. And you're, you're waiting. Ah, you see, that's why I tell you, the more specific your question, the easier my answer to you is. Because I would have just spoken one line, addressed your issue and gone away. But because the question was a little broad, I have a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> ah... So you were praying and praying and praying and praying and maybe that person already got married to somebody else and had children also and you're still sitting and praying. So you must understand what is the window of grace for this instruction? What is the window of grace? Help me Jesus. Help me. Jacob called his firstborn Esau and gave him certain instructions. He says, I'm old now. I can't see very well. I'm of age. But before I go, I want to bless you, my son. I want to bless you. And he begins to give him instructions about what kind of food he wants. And Esau hears the instruction and goes to kill the animal and make the curry and the rice that his father enjoys. While he went to obey the instruction, there was another 
who also heard the instruction was but was able to execute it faster yeah 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 but was able by the time Esau could go and follow the instructions Jacob could come listen to his mother's voice which was an advantage in his life he was able to follow the instructions almost to the same details it was not 100% obedience but almost 100% but faster ai 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 the timeline the time it took esau to obey was enough for jacob to deceive him my god ah what is the window what is the window what is the window for you to follow that instruction because sometimes ay 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 kapera thona hasikatale mahashante i'm making a small group of people very dangerous right now sometimes you are in an audience and the man of god is declaring certain prophetic utterances let's say that prophecy or that prophetic utterance is coming to one individual is coming to a specific person but that person lacks the spiritual intelligence to receive a prophetic word and to make it his own and there is another person sitting next to him who wants the same prophecy who wants the same prophetic grace who wants to tap into that same dimension that person can begin to engage with god and piggyback ay 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 on the strength of that prophetic word on the strength of that instruction and appropriate it to his life because he was in the vicinity of the instruction this is this is very dangerous so i'm telling you i'm telling you i am eh, i'm making some people very dangerous right now so the neighbor who just heard the instruction begins to raise an altar begins to cry before the lord begins to weep before the lord begins to say lord do this for me also jesus was on his way to heal jairus's daughter he was doing the will of god he Jairus came to Jesus. Jairus is interceding on behalf of his daughter who is sick, who's 12 years old. So Jesus is on the way. But there was a woman with the issue of blood who intercepted Jesus on the way. She hijacked the service and said, "You can go heal Jairus's daughter, but heal me before" ay 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 so instructions so you we must develop our understanding to the nature of the instruction that is coming to us now i want to help this person because he is aware that he is late he is aware 
the good news is i i like this god okay the good news is god probably would have known that you are going to be late <laughs> uh i like this god oh god probably knew in his foreknowledge that you are going to sit on this instruction for a little while so what god would i might have done he would have given you the instruction in advance so it is there is still time for you to obey the lord there is still time for you to follow that instruction there is still time for you to fulfill your part because god in his mercy can he foresaw how you are going to respond to this and he would have given you ahead of time ah so my friend whatever it is make sure that it is indeed the lord and if you are sure what god has spoken to you please go and obey please be fast now because there there is a system in god ah, like this god there is a way in god there is a dimension in god where even lost time can be redeemed even lost time can be redeemed i hope this has helped you i hope this has you know i can continue just talking about instructions but uh the theme of the service will change if i have to do that but we appreciate god for this grace did you enjoy that answer if you did let me know if you learned something let me know i like questions i love answering well thought out questions okay yesterday um somebody who follows our ministry follows us on telegram left a question um on our telegram group i would like to answer that i don't know if this person is with us but um maybe this will help somebody let me read this question hello prophet greetings this question is from uh, a person called sharon and uh, her question is hello prophet greetings please allow me to ask this question i like the way this person is approaching it's you can see that there is honor that this person has taken time to deliberate over their words um so let's see what this person wants to know is it possible that at a certain period all you face is opposition from people um opposition from people for you not being the reason I I believe what Sharon wants to say is is it possible for you to face opposition from people although you have not given them any reason to oppose you suddenly misunderstandings creep in the minds of people around in that case how should i discern if it is the work of the enemy to discourage me or is there anywhere i have displeased the lord 
how should i act if it is the work of the enemy or if it's god okay god correcting me so it's an interesting question i i i believe let me paraphrase um i believe sharon is asking um that right now she seems it she seems to be in a situation where there is opposition everywhere and she's thinking wait i have not done anything wrong to deserve this kind of treatment i have not done anything wrong for people to speak against me or work against me now is this the work of god is this god trying to correct me that i'm doing something wrong or is this the work of the enemy khale mantro shate kasa barikene moho santene kasa father we thank you for grace we thank you for your goodness we thank you for helping us now it's a very tricky question you have asked sharon because i don't know what is your specific situation so i i can't give you a specific answer but i will try my best to help you opposition is not necessarily bad i want you to know this opposition is not necessarily a bad thing we will come to the point where you are asking whether it is from god correcting me or we'll come to that point but i want my people to to understand this please don't be afraid of people disagreeing with you don't be afraid of people not liking you don't be afraid of people disliking you and perhaps even hating you it is part of the christian experience it is part of one growing it is part of one whose wings are expanding in fact if nobody has hated you then you are probably not doing anything worth mentioning because all who live godly in Christ Jesus are persecuted all who live a godly life are persecuted in some measure and some degree so what i want to share with you sharon is this make sure make sure that you are actively living in the will of god make sure that you are actively living and pursuing to live in the will of god second do not violate the principle of love two things make sure you are living in the will of god and you are leading your life with love as the force with love as the engine behind you if you make sure of these two things i promise you opposition cannot stop you persecution cannot stop you haters cannot stop you 
even if they are family members you will remain unstoppable it's very important very important now we can get into many layers of information but that will consume all of my service time that we have for this service but remember these two things am i living in the will of god am i daily doing what i'm supposed to do and second am i loving the people around me as jesus would love them am i following the principle of love as if you can focus on these two things you're going to cover 99.9% of the situations let me give you one piece of information okay let me give you one piece of information that might be applicable to your situation christians love to play uh please this is not a reflection on you i'm not saying this directly at you okay but i want to i have made an observation which i want to share with you christians love collecting enemies <laughs> we love collecting enemies we get so insecure we get so challenged the minute somebody disagrees with us even for 15 seconds we bring the sword out we wear the shield you are attacking me you are coming against the will of god we get super agitated it's okay come down people are people you don't have to collect one more enemy pursue the way of peace ah you don't have to defend every word every action you make you don't need god to answer by fire it's okay your mother doesn't understand you no problem just love her your brothers don't understand you no problem love them your best friend at church doesn't understand you no problem love them <laughs> you don't have to say god nobody understands me nobody is doing anything for me it's okay just do the will of god just do the will of god pursue the way of peace pursue the way you see this is not very popular eh because um you want me to make you scream and shout by saying don't worry god will defend you even if you're persecuted you know i understand all of that and and there is a room for all of that i'm telling you christians are obsessed with collecting enemies you know why because they're obsessed with collect they're obsessed with being victims look at jesus i love jesus i love jesus i love how he responded to things being unfair arrested for no fault of his 
beaten for no fault of his whipped for no fault of his hung for no fault of his not one thing that happened to him was a result of his choices was a result of his crimes was a result of you know something he did he only did well and yet was falsely accused falsely arrested falsely treated oh my god even killed for no choice of his and he stood blameless before god my god stood blameless before god and and peter got so agitated took a sword out and 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 cut off one man's ears and he says speeder stop it what are you doing if i want there are legions of angels that will descend this moment but that's not what i want to do ah we can learn from the master we can learn that no listen to me carefully no opposition can kill you no persecution can kill you but if you can do the will of god and continue to love those around you unconditionally i know it's not a popular message these days <laughs> if you can continue to love those around you and fiercely do the will of god you are a champion you are unstoppable you you come to a place even what people do to you doesn't surprise you so grow your muscle and keep quiet they're fighting you they're being mean to you smile back to them they don't look at you properly they used to always greet you when you come to church it's okay smile you walk up to them and say i'm happy to see you god bless you <laughs> ah i leave you with this i leave you with this nothing and no one is worth losing your peace nothing and no one is worth losing your peace because the minute you lose peace it becomes hard for you to hear from the master Can I say that to you one more time? The minute you lose peace, now your emotions are in control of you. Now those anxious thoughts are in control of you. Your sadness is in control of you. Your anger is in control of you. Your disappointment is in control of you. And now even if the Lord speaks, the voice of the Lord is coming to you in a way where it is distorted. It is not the pure uncontaminated voice your soul is too active to make sense of what god is doing spiritually so don't lose peace yeah don't lose your peace ah i hope this helps i hope i have answered you in some capacity and we appreciate Jesus for providing us with this 
this answer and with these uh, nuggets of truth. Come on, let's give Jesus a big thanks because without him, we, we, we won't go very far. So today, I have decided to come to you from the Lord with the power of alignment, with the power of alignment, with the power of alignment. Everybody, if you're sitting next to someone, say the power of alignment. This is my second teaching in our series titled The Tribes. Last week, I defined friendship to you. This week, I want to talk to you about the power of alignment, the power of alignment, the power of alignment. You see, I, I want you to understand, God is for you. Yeah, I, I don't want you to have any doubt about this. God is for you. In Christ Jesus, God is not against you. God is always for you. He's constantly looking to help you. He's constantly looking to elevate you. He's constantly looking to bring you to a place where you are in full obedience, where you experience the fullness of grace, where you experience the fullness of God. God is always for you. I'm telling you, if God was against you, you will not be listening to me today. <laughs> if God if God has a matter against you, you won't be listening to me today. Because He, uh, it's okay, God is for you. God is for you. God is always for you. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a powerful thing. You know, I learned something very beautiful over the last week. I know, and it really ministered to me and I want to share with you. You know, we, we're equally loved by God. Are you guys with me? We are equally loved by God. But our experience of God's grace, our experience of life in general, doesn't always seem to be equal. We seem to be experiencing this God at different levels. Please, I want you to, I want you to pay attention to what I'm about to say because it's going to help you. It's going to help you. It's going to help you. Let's be honest now. We all are convinced. We all are convinced. We all are convinced that God loves us. We all are convinced. Then why is it that we all experience this God at different levels? Why is it that my experience with Jesus is different than yours? Why is it that person A is able to do more exploits than person B? Why is it that person A is able to access certain information, enjoy certain benefits, and another person is not able to. It seems that we are equally loved by God, but we are not experiencing an equality 
of graces and equality of experiences how is it that if i'm equally loved my experience is not equal my ah i don't know i don't know if somebody is with me today because come on let's be honest here let's be honest here are you able to understand what i'm trying to say let me let me share it this way see i remember about 2 years ago yeah about 2 2 and a half years ago god began to show me certain dimensions of grace god began to show me certain information god began to show me certain revelations certain understandings in scripture that changed my life and when i say changed my life you know today we use this very casually that changed my life in a short period of time and my first response was god why didn't you give me this information when i was 17 cuz i got saved when i was 16 i was baptized when i was 16 and now god is giving me this information at 33 34 32 whatever you know and i my first was like god this information when i was 16 oh my god my god my god my god i would have been another person altogether because what i was learning from god was truly life changing and then i began to look what if this information had come to me 10 years ago oof imagine this imagine somebody that is born in a household of faith is born under the love and leadership of god-fearing parents then imagine somebody got saved at the age of 16 like me and then imagine somebody who got saved at the age of 45 or 55 okay for all of these three people one thing is common their souls were saved at a very at this all of their souls were saved okay a child that was born and raised in the family probably gave his or her life at maybe 4 5 6 7 years somebody like me was not born in a christian home i found jesus at 16 and imagine somebody getting saved at 40 or 50 while their souls are saved their experience on the earth is very different very different very different because now listen to me by the time the 40 year old comes to a place of maturity and understanding comes to a place where he is able to grasp the same knowledge he is already 50 but the 6 year old is only 16 and the 16 year old is only 26 now at 50 he's able to apply certain principles but then the 26 year old is having the same principles the same knowledge the same understanding but he's only 26 ay 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 oh my god my god my god all of their souls were saved but the quality of life they are going to experience on the earth is very different 
so so the 16 year old has an advantage over the 40 year old the <laughs> the 6 year old who is born in a household of faith has an advantage over the 16 year old ay 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 come on are you guys with me are you guys with me so it seems like the one who got saved at 40 is at a severe disadvantage because by the time he can learn information by the time he can apply information by the time he can he's already 55 Yeah, yeah. So God ah uh, so God wants to introduce certain now please if God I am akaterelema say now the favor that God has to show to the 40 year old man who just got saved and the favor he has to show to the 16 year old and the 6 year has to be different because the 40 year old man is in need of a favor is in need of a grace that can accelerate everything and have the same kind of results in a short period of time oh god i don't even know if you guys are with me i don't even know if this is making sense but i wish at least two or three people get this i if two or three people can understand what i'm about to say there is a grace there is a grace there is a grace there is such a grace where lifetimes of labor can be shrunk and given to you in minutes You didn't hear what I just said. I said there is such a grace where lifetimes, not one lifetime, but multiple lifetimes of labor, of understanding, of information, of revelation can be shrunk and given to you in a second. May you receive such a grace. May you receive such a favor may you receive may you walk in such a dimension of grace where time is not your only teacher where experience is not your only teacher where age is not your only teacher ay 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 so god introduces has introduced certain protocols certain dimensions of grace where we can level the playing field where we can bring everyone to a place of equity to an equitable place in so to speak if it if it is possible one such grace is alignment one such grace is the power of alignment now because you ah, okay i'm going ahead of myself going ahead of myself let me let me slow down go with me to first samuel chapter 3 first samuel chapter 3 you see 
this is a very very dangerous ministry because we don't just prepare people to wait and die we prepare people for exploits we prepare people to do great things for god on the earth we don't just prepare you to go to heaven we teach you to rule on the earth ah okay first samuel chapter 3 let's start at verse 1 meanwhile the boy samuel served the lord by assisting eli i want you to pay attention to this okay please i want you to pay attention to this now in those days messages from the lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon one more time verse one meanwhile the boy samuel served the lord by assisting eli now in those days messages from the lord were very rare and visions were quite uncommon ah please now go with me in the book of samuel go to chapter 8 actually go to chapter 9 go to chapter 9 this is may your eyes be opened to the truth tonight i want you to pray just for 20 seconds say lord open my eyes to this truth open my eyes to this understanding ah lord help us actually go to samuel 10 for samuel chapter 10 verse 5 verse 5 when you arrive this is prophet samuel talking this is prophet samuel talking to Saul who is going to be the king when you arrive at gibeah of god where the garrison of the philistines is located you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship they will be playing a harp a tambourine a flute and a lyre and they will be prophesying they will be what prophesying at that time the spirit of the lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them you will be changed into a different person after these signs take place do what must be done for god is with you then go down to gilgal ahead of me i will join you there to sacrifice burnt offerings and peace offerings and you must wait for 7 days until i arrive and give you further instructions we started off please i require your attention for the next 5 minutes stop everything and give me your full attention we started in 1 samuel 3 where god describes 
the spiritual atmosphere as one that is un uh, how do i say this it's not convenient for the prophetic he in fact says the word of the lord was rare in those days messages from god was rare there were no visions from the lord in fact if somebody had a vision it was very rare so the the heavens above were almost shut so no information was coming down from the lord the word of the lord was rare the word of the lord was rare visions were rare so god decides to birth a prophet called samuel into the nation of israel now samuel became the man that opens heaven over israel in fact the scripture says that the lord established samuel as a prophet are you guys with me so far please i want you to make sure i want to make sure that you are all with me today please i need you to talk to me today i need you to interact with me because i want all of you to catch what i'm about to take you into so samuel was established as a prophet of the lord so that rarity of visions that rarity of prophecy that rarity of the word of the lord disappeared with the birth of samuel in fact samuel was such a powerfully graced man he was so powerfully used by god that god watched over his words to make it to come to pass imagine god watching a man's word to make sure that his words don't fall to the ground i god watching the words of my man to make sure his words come to pass i so samuel became the location for the voice of god samuel became the location for the voice of god it was not a religious place of worship it was not just a location physically a person became a location my god one more time a person a person a person a person became a location so in israel in those days if you had to locate the voice of god you had to locate the man samuel you had to locate the prophet samuel and in you locating him you have successfully located the voice of god because there was no bible there was no uh, there was no build on saturday nights <coughs> you had to go find you have to find samuel oh may you be such a person in your generation may you be a mobile location for the voice of god in your country in your city in your generation may god bestow upon you such a grace may god bestow upon you such a favor that you become the location for the voice of god ay 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 
Let your employees say, I know when this one talks, it happens. When this one speaks, it happens. There's something about this individual talking to me. May you become a location for the voice of God. Ah, May you become a location for the favor of God. May you become a location for signs and wonders and miracles. May you become a location for healings. May you become a location for breakthroughs. This is a mystery. This is a mystery that People are locations in the spirit. People are doors in the realms of the spirit. People, people, people. God's great plan is not a physical building. God's great mystery is not a structure, is not a building built with cement and bricks and stones. God's great plan is a living house with living stones, with grace and treasure and favor locked up inside people. And in you locating a vessel, you have located a dimension of grace. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Today, we're going somewhere in the realms of the Spirit. Today, we are maturing. By the time this service is over, you will be sharper. You will be sharper. Your rank in the spirit would have shifted. God's mystery is not a building of stones and bricks and cement. God's mystery, God's plan are living stones. So now, the birth of Samuel and Samuel growing into his prophetic office as has eradicated the rarity of God's word, has eradicated the lack of visions. In fact, by the time we come to chapter 10, we see now there are a band of prophets. There are schools of prophets. Samuel has not only become a prophet, he has given birth to schools of prophets. There are bands of prophets that would go up the mountain to worship the Lord, that would hear from the Lord, that would prophesy things of God. So Samuel has duplicated his spirit, duplicated the grace on his life and raised schools of prophets. So now there is no rarity. Ah, So now he's meeting Saul, who's going to be king over Israel. He's a man from the tribe of Benjamin. And he's telling to Saul what is about to happen. He pours the oil on him, announces to him that he is the one that God has chosen to be king over Israel. And then he begins to give him a list of things that are about to happen. And one of the things is that on your way back, Saul, you are about to meet a group of prophets. And when you come in their company, the spirit of the Lord shall come upon you and you will prophesy just like them and you will be completely transformed 
in that moment so Saul leaves the presence of Samuel and goes on his way and on the way all these signs are happening and then he meets the company of prophets and something comes upon him by meeting a group of people by following the instructions of a prophet he meets a group of people and there in that location in that company the spirit of the lord comes upon him and he begins to prophesy just like them now wait a second before 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 i i i tell you what this means saul was in, ay 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 in one moment in one moment in one moment in one moment Saul never registered to the school of the prophets Saul has met Samuel only once in his life Saul was a shepherd Saul was taking care of the the donkeys for his father Saul was never supposed to be in a prophetic group of people Saul had no DNA natural DNA that gave him a leaning towards the prophetic Saul had no training in the prophetic but something happened when he entered a company of prophets when he entered a group of people when he entered a tribe of prophets when he came in the company of another dna suddenly that dna has superseded every limitation that was upon his dna that spirit gave him understanding gave him information gave him education gave him training ah how do you hear god in a moment these prophets have been on the mountain worshiping these prophets have been praying all day praying all evening praying all night praying the whole week they are submitted to a samuel who has dedicated his life to this place to this office but by alignment but by coming in the company coming in the circumference of their presence by following instructions from the prophet he ai he is now operating as though he was there the whole time ah kalidana hasudana hase it was so evident the people are now watching him and they are like is this not Saul is this not Saul the son of Kish is he now among the prophets they are seeing Saul and they are seeing his lineage they are seeing his dna they are seeing the house he comes from they are seeing the family he comes from they are seeing the different graces that come from his house and now they are looking at his life and they are saying wait a second 
the way he is functioning the way he is talking the way he is living has nothing to do with the house he comes from has nothing to do with the man that is his father in the natural has nothing to do from his biological advantages because now i am seeing i'm seeing another dna i'm seeing another spirit i am seeing grace flow my god my god my god my god my god may you experience grace that you have not worked for may you experience favor that is not the fruit of your labor may you experience breakthroughs that are not just yours but because you have come in alignment because you have submitted to a house you are submitted to a grace you are submitted to a man and a woman by alignment let your spirit explode into the things of god Ay 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 This is a shortcut that God has placed in the body of Christ that by alignment you begin to operate and tap into a grace that would have taken you 40 years Samuel ah Samuel for his entirety of his childhood was dedicated to the house of god samuel didn't know what basketball was samuel didn't know what football was samuel didn't know what playing games was samuel knew one thing is to be in the house of god to be in the presence of jesus to serve eli that's all he knew saul comes who's never entered the temple who's never worn a linen ephod Saul can't even find his missing donkey <sighs> by but by instruction but by alignment he is now operating under a cloud that took Samuel a lifetime to build ah yeah 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 so now what happens remember the example i gave you the 40 year old who just got saved at 40 if he has spiritual intelligence by his submission he is accelerating his growth and he is fast uh, for the lack of a better he's fast forwarding his destiny because now ay 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 this is an advantage people of god submission is not your limitation submission is your elevation how do you go up how do you go up in life you see for example for the sake of discussion for the sake of me giving you an example let's say if you pray for 2 hours if you pray for 2 hours every day for the rest of your life and you 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 take the sum total of those 2 hours of prayer and the corresponding result you're supposed to get i'm just trying to make an example the realms of the spirit don't work like that but just for our understanding 
if i take your two hour prayers every day for the rest of your life and i shrink it and the results that you would have because of the virtue of those two hours of prayer every day and i place it next to that that's the maximum impact your life can have correct that's the maximum impact your life can have but what if i teach you that you <laughs> don't enter the courts of heaven on your merit but you en- enter the courts of heaven on the merit of the lord jesus christ you enter the court on his name on behalf of the name that is above every other name you don't enter the court on the merit of your sacrifice of your altars alone but you enter the courts on the merit and the sacrifice of the lord jesus christ ay ay now your prayer is coming to god not on your two hour prayer strength but is coming to the lord on the strength of the sacrifice of the only begotten so when god looks at your prayer he is not counting your two hours but he is looking at the sacrifice that jesus has made so by alignment your prayer must produce results that jesus's prayers are produced because you are not praying in your name you are praying in the name that is above every other name ay 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 so god must ah, listen to you not on your merit but by the merit of his son submission is not your limitation submission is your elevation so in the realms of the spirit based on your alignment based on the voice that has come to you you begin to operate on grace you begin to operate on favor you begin to operate in dimensions that you physically have not taken care of this this is so powerful but the enemy has tricked us oh because we all want to say i'm a self-made man nobody helped me but jesus nobody stood by me it's a lie it's a lie it's a lie it's a lie the greatest of the apostle is apostle paul according to me and he had to go and submit to ananias at one point say please sir pray for my eyes <laughs> Ah uh, there is nobody in the kingdom that is self-made nobody 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 There are truths there are protocols in the spirit I want to show you the power of being in alignment and being submitted to a grace Because by alignment that grace flows through you as though it's yours <laughs> ah so we thank jesus for helping us today we thank god 
for bringing information. We thank Jesus for bringing us understanding. So many months Saul would have to sit and think, what does this dream mean? If he had if he had to learn the ways of the prophet. Check. He would have to sit with the prophets and he had to sit with the Samuel and say, I see this thing. What does this mean? Oh, I see a bird. What does the bird mean? I see I see this. What does this mean? It would have taken years of training. But there is a grace. In one moment, Samuel was able to receive years of information. Saul was able to receive years of information and prophesy like he was there to do this the whole time i know i can teach on this subject the whole night you know i can preach on this subject the whole night but the enemy has robbed the church from this truth the enemy has robbed the church i remember maybe almost 10 years ago This is how God introduced submission to me. He said one line. He said, "Son, submission is a revelation. You either get it or you don't." <laughs> one more time. Submission is a revelation. You either get it or you don't. and it changed my perspective it changed my life alignment is a revelation it because it's just not here or it's not just like it makes sense in your brains it makes sense in your spirit submission is a revelation i think this is where a lot of men and women miss it at best they at best they do it out of obligation at best they do it out of fear oh the bible says i must submit so i am submitting no it's wrong imagine wives you submitted because you had a revelation of who your husband was and who your husband is and the grace that is locked up inside of him ah so now your submission is not motivated by the law oh i have to submit i have to submit i have to submit no you're submitting because god has given you understanding he has given you eyes to see who your husband is in the realms of the spirit your submission is fueled by revelation when that happens you have access to grace you have access to the parts of your husband that you didn't have access you unlock <laughs> you unlock a different dimension of your husband Ah it's a mystery oh <laughs> Yeah suddenly your husband will start behaving in a way that is not used to it 
he'll suddenly start doing things and functioning things and because you have by your submission unlocked a grace over his life ay 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 jesus was on his way to heal jairus's daughter but the woman with the issue of by revelation tapped into a dimension of Jesus where he stops and says who touched me that virtue left him hey who left me who left who touched me that virtue who who this touches different she touched the hem of his garment and power left his body and healed her ah yes 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 now my wife is a as a woman of great understanding um i noticed something and then one day we were having a conversation now you must understand that my wife is is was born and raised in canada so everything her cultural experience her cultural exposure is from the west but i noticed something that when she when we would have lunch or dinner the portion of food that i got served first of all i i, I never ask her for these things but she would always serve me first but the, for some reason the portion of food was always bigger for me and one day i asked her why why are you doing this you know and she said as my covering as my husband this is one of the ways i want to honor you i never asked for it i, I mean i want her to eat uh, i want her to have the best you know but something in her it's so so small like in in the sense it's i would not have even paid attention she was doing this for years i never paid attention but there's a posture of heart that sort to give honor even with meals i didn't demand it i didn't say you have to do this i didn't say you have to honor me like this submission fueled by revelation let me say that to you one more time submission fueled by revelation will unlock greatness will unlock grace will unlock mighty mighty things for you i didn't for years i didn't notice it but there's a god who saw there's a god who saw you guys are being led by a couple that are very intentional not perfect but constantly growing so i want you to understand this when your alignment to a grace is fueled by revelation you unlock grace you can't force sonship can i say that to you one more time you can't force sonship you can't force sonship sonship is a revelation your submission to a man of god your submission to a ministry your submission to to a grace has to be fueled by revelation 
that's how you unlock the grace above your head so while we have sons and daughters across the globe in different parts of the world i have noticed that there are sons that sons and daughters who have access to grace and favor very differently and i am like and i study my sons i study their lives and i'm like wow why is something working for someone and not working for someone because they've had a revelation of alignment they've had a revelation of who their father is okay thank god i want to teach you the power of alignment the power of coming under a grace not to suppress you but to elevate you i have to share this with you because when you truly submit to a man of god that man of god's desire will always be if he or she is a true man of god or a woman of god their desire listen to me carefully is that their children will outdo them in every way so your father is not the end your father is the beginning uh, is that not is that not what our lord jesus said he shall do greater works that's the heart of every father that the disciples the sons and the daughters the followers will do greater works and that's the grace of a father is to raise sons that will outdo in works so your father is not the end he is the beginning <laughs> yeah. oh god help us <laughs> so god introduces people but they are not people they are graces being introduced to you they are locations being introduced to you your pastor your prophet your father if you believe in that language the covering over your head your man of god your woman of god are not just people they are doors in the realms of the spirit they are locations in god they are grace and favor a certain they represent a certain dimension of grace and favor in god and that's how you approach them so when god sends you a man he's not sending you a man he's sending you a certain grace he's sending you a part of jesus he's sending you a part of his spirit he's sending you a part of who he is and when you receive that man and that woman you receive that part of jesus ah may may you find your place may you find your alignment may you find the grace that you are connected to and may this grace flow to you today let 
every hindrance in your house let every hindrance in your dna let every hindrance in your family be overruled and let the grace of god flow freely into your house let the grace of god let the spiritual grace this greater grace overrule every limitation overrule every burden overrule every negativity let this grace locate you tonight ah we thank god we thank god the power of alignment the power of alignment ah we thank god we thank jesus for his kindness we thank jesus for his goodness something has shifted for you tonight something has moved for you from tonight yeah 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 kalema trosa some of you have become like a double edged sword you have become dangerous yeah you will see results from today you will see results kale matrosate come up hear me clearly now come up to a higher place come up to a higher place come up to a higher place thank god i bless you in the name of the lord jesus I bless you in the name that is above every other name. I bless you. May God's grace flow freely into your house. Ah, we bless the Lord for his goodness to us. I know you are blessed today. <laughs> I know you are blessed. You cannot hear a word like this. and not so a seed of honor unto the lord yeah you see those who are spiritually intelligent know how to tap into grace so i bless you make sure you honor the lord with your substance make sure you honor this word with a seed take care i bless you in the name of god stay close to jesus walk closely to jesus that's my only request from the people i lead that you develop a deep love and friendship with the lord let this week be marked with visitations of the lord may the lord bless you take care i'll see you next week thank you for tuning in to this episode please consider sharing it And for more information log on to harirao.com